good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. I guess this is the 501st episode of Noah's Window, Mary Alice. Uh, you know, right now in our one-year Bible, we're going through the book of Deuteronomy. And you know I love the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, it's part of what we call the Pentateuch uh, because it's the first five books of the Bible. We believe most of them were written by Moses, or most of the books were written by Moses. Uh, but the reason I love Deuteronomy is it's got a completely different feel. Maybe I should give a little background. Um, Deuteronomy is an elderly Moses. I mean, quite elderly mm-hmm. because he was 80 when God called him. And he spent 40 years in the, in the wilderness. But it's a very elderly Moses talking to a young generation. We talked uh, last week, I think about how that when the Israelites got right up to Kadesh Barnea, when they got right up to the border of Canaan, they choked and they didn't trust God. And God said, because of your unfaithfulness, you're going to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Well, when you get into the book of Deuteronomy, that 40 years is pretty well up. And that older generation has died out. And Moses is talking to this young generation who have faith. And they did turn out to be a great generation, maybe the only generation of Israel that really fully served the Lord. And their story is in the book of Joshua. But I always love the energy of Moses talking to a young generation that gets it. But he is is warning them. And uh, I want to just read for a few moments, and I'd like to get your take on this. This is in Deuteronomy chapter 6. And, uh, you know, I preached a sermon called, Did You Forget Something All Over the Country?, Uh, And uh, in fact, I preached it at uh, Woodstock and Johnny Hunt is always reminding me of this sermon because I preached it there. Uh, It's just such a striking statement that Moses makes. He said to this generation, you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to all these commands that I'm giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. We may talk about that later Mm -hmm. this week on Noah's window. And then He says to this generation, the Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made the vow to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land that is large and prosperous with cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods that you did not produce. You will draw water from cisterns you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. When, now, whenever you come across the word when, it's always a time word. When, so in other words, at the point, when you have eaten your fill in this land, be careful. Now, our translation says be careful, but the older translations had the word beware. Beware. Yeah, beware not to forget the Lord. And I, I just want to stop there for a few moments because when you think about God saying to these Israelites who've been in the wilderness, many of them for almost 40 years or over 40 years because those younger than 20, when they choked at that moment of destiny, still went into the land. Um, There were so many things that they could have been afraid of. You know, beware is a word that means you have a legitimate reason to be afraid. Mm. Well, they could have been told to beware of Pharaoh's army or beware of coming up to the Red Sea and not being able to get across. They could have been told to beware of running out of food or running out of water. And the one that would have really gotten me, they had snakes. God could have said, (laughs) beware of snakes. But he didn't. He didn't say beware of any of those things. And I think that's because God was saying to them, I can take care. Mm -hmm. You know, I can take care of Pharaoh's army. I can take care of not being able to get across the Red Sea. I'll just blow it wide open. You'll walk across on dry ground. God, 
God could say, I, I could take care of you running out of water, running out of food, and he knew what to do with the snakes. But there was one point where God said, you have a legitimate reason to be afraid. And he said, beware that you don't forget me. You know, he said, after you've experienced the good of the land, beware. And in fact, he was saying, you have a legitimate reason to be afraid. And for me, and maybe I'm taking this a step too far, but it was like God was saying, I can handle all those other things. Mm -hmm. The one thing I can't handle is if you forget me. So Mary Alice, why is it human nature to, I mean, for God's people, to forget God and not be thankful after he has solved our problems or met our needs? I think we just get so comfortable enjoying the blessings that we don't feel an urgency to focus on God. Whereas when we're in a difficult situation and we're looking for answers, then we start focusing on God. So I think it's just our human nature when we get comfortable that we, we uh, slip into that. Do you think sometimes it's because we, we lose sight of the fact that God is our source for everything? I mean, Of course, because absolutely. Because it's so easy to think, oh, the good things that happen, they just happen in the yeah, world. Just, they just produce themselves. We just, yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't tend to ask, why am I having so many good things in my life? You know, we tend to ask, why, are, why do I have trouble? And that's when we tend to go yeah. to God. And, but, you know, <laughs> maybe the time... <laughs> You know, since we're simple, maybe we shouldn't ask why we have trouble when, 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 when trouble comes. Maybe we should say, since right. we are sinners, why do we have these blessings? And that goes back to the gratitude. I think intentional gratitude will help prevent us from slipping into that forgetfulness. Well, don't you think that's what the Lord was saying to mm -hmm. them? You are going to have to be intentional mm -hmm. about this because it's so easy just to get on with the day. You know, I live in a house I didn't build. I have fruit trees I didn't plant. I'm drinking from water, water from a well I didn't dig. You know, I have the best of life, and then it's so easy to get trapped with thinking about, well, I'd like to have this, I'd like to have that. And God was telling them, be careful not to forget me. Mm. Which also makes me think about the fact that sometimes when we have difficulties and needs, it turns out to be a blessing because it really does cause us to focus on it God. drives so, us to back right. to the Lord, mm -hmm. you know. Well, I, I have good news for you. In this particular situation, this generation didn't forget the Lord. I love that. I mean, yeah. there's just something about Deuteronomy and Joshua. It's kind of like those two go together, kind of like Luke and Acts go together in the New Testament. Deuteronomy and Joshua kind of go together because this young generation, they got it. And they just, and who, who knows, <laughs> maybe they got tired of digging holes in the desert and burying people because they were unfaithful. <laughs> maybe, maybe they saw what happened to them and they just said, we don't want this to happen to us. I, I think this is important for us to recognize today as Christ followers in 2022 that God takes us real seriously. Mm -hmm. He takes gratitude real seriously. You know, I don't know what we would classify as the really bad sins. I mean, I can, I can guess there's probably a top 10 that we would say, oh, these are the worst sins. And they, they all sin is bad, of course. And they may indeed, the ones we think are the worst, may be some of the worst. But whatever we think is the list of worst sins, we probably better add in gratitude to that mm -hmm. list mm -hmm. because God takes it real seriously. We know that you know Jesus is God. He is the second member of the Trinity. When he came to the earth, he was troubled by ingratitude. You know, the nine lepers that wouldn't return and give him thanks, you know, he, he said, where are the other nine? And how hard is it? to just be thankful. How hard is that? You know, he didn't ask us to do something really, really challenging. Yeah. To be thankful, it's not that hard. Well, and, and it's interesting because David talks about this in the Psalms and he's saying, give God the sacrifice of thanksgiving, the mm -hmm. sacrifice of praise. 
And evidently that's more important to God. I mean, you know, the Lord is always asking people in the Old Testament, especially, do you think I'm hungry? Do you think, do you think mm -hmm. I need animals out of your pen? You know, he's saying, be thankful, be grateful. And that's something that all of us can do today. But like Mary Alice said, and I think the most important word of this knows when to, uh, it's when Mary Alice used the word intentional because we are gonna have to get intentional about this. If we wait till the mood strikes us, then our gratitude will be haphazard, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, maybe we need to just create some time in our day devoted just to gratitude. I think we'd be happier and, and oh, I know we would. the Lord. And we could, we could go and talk about that because there's been studies that oh, about my people goodness, that are yeah. thankful. At Harvard. That's right, <laughs> At that's Harvard. right. Yeah. Well, let's take time to pray now and, um, and give thanks to God. And while Mary Alice leads us in prayer, why don't you join us in prayer in this moment? Wouldn't it be wonderful if all of us on Noah's window could just offer up an mm -hmm. aroma of mm -hmm. gratitude, you know, uh, in, an, like, like incense in the Old Testament in the temple or the tabernacle? Wouldn't it be great if we could just all offer up gratitude to God together today? Mm -hmm. Well, let's pray. Father, first of all, I want to just thank you for another opportunity to live and serve you. Thank you for that privilege. I thank you, Father, for being God, for creating life and sustaining it. I thank you for all the many, many blessings that you've just lavished on us. I thank you for each and every person and each and every family that is watching and, and listening to Noah's Window. Thank you for the community of faith that you have yes, brought Lord. about. And I just pray, Father, that you would help each of us today to just stop and be intentional to think about all the many blessings that you have brought in our life, the health and the strength, the uh, friends and the loved ones, and um, the times that you've healed us, the time that you've provided for us, all the times, Father, that you've brought us through difficult times. We want to give you the praise and the glory and the honor for that. But most of all, Father, we thank you for Jesus who came and died for us so that we could have eternal life. And we thank you, Father, that we can look forward to the future. You promised that Jesus is coming back and that he is going to set up his kingdom here on this earth. And thank you for that future to look forward to. And all these things, Father, we'll give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice. Oh, you want to listen to a song while Mary Alice was praying, and I was praying like the Lord brought a song to my mind, and you'll have to you'll have to find it. I, I'm not sure exactly where it where it is, but you can probably search for it. It's called "Thank You, Lord," and it's by Andre Crouch and the Disciples, and uh, mm -hmm. I think it will it will help you today if you find it. Well, hope you have a great day, and Mary Alice, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, to bring something else that was on Mary Alice's heart, and I can't wait to talk about it. We'll talk to you soon. See you soon. God bless.